Well, hey there, and welcome back to VG Emporium. This is your host, Rage Cage, and I'm back from my little break. And, you know, I hope you enjoyed your time with Julius Valentino last week. Now, as to why I took last week off, it's because, you know, the one-two punch of doing the Masters of VGM, and then my uh, Sega Genesis Mega Drive chiptune scene episode, which, that was, that was a massive undertaking. But I'm pretty happy with how it turned out, and, um, you know, also I got a lot of positive feedback from those that I featured in it, too, so that's a big win. So now, what do I got for you today? Well, seeing as we had spent a lot of time with um, the Sega Genesis Mega Drive a couple weeks back, a lot of time with it, I figured we'd uh, mosey on over to the other, other end of the spectrum of this, so I've got for you a Super Famicom SNES variety pack. It's going to be a little similar to a grab bag, but except where a grab bag is a bunch of random odds and ends just thrown together, the variety pack will have a central theme, so in this case, Super Famicom SNES music. And it's going to be a nice balanced mix of tunes, so there's going to be some high energy ones kind of showing up, and then, you know, there's going to be some that are a little bit more chilled and laid back like this one. Speaking of which, this is the title theme of Benkei Gaiden by Masashi Kageyama. So now where he's mostly known for doing the music for Gimmick, which is just the jazz fusion madness, most of the soundtrack for Benkei Gaiden is a little bit more like laid-back jazzy mixed with traditional Japanese music with a couple tracks that are about as bombastic as the stuff from Gimmick. So Benkei Gaiden. This is an RPG set in late 1200s Japan and unlike games like Nobunaga's Ambition or Romance of the Three Kingdoms which are like you know set in like you know history type stuff. This is a little bit more fantastical where like you know you get to use magic, you're facing off like against yokai, and your ultimate goal is to uh, activate some ancient magic to reawaken the Kamikaze Hurricane to repel Genghis Khan from before he attacks Japan. So this is only released in Japan. Originally got made for the PC Engine, the TurboGrafx-16 here. Um, and then was either ported or actually had a sequel on the Super Famicom. I'm not quite sure because the music is very different between the two games. So maybe a sequel, maybe a, like a remake, I don't know. So Masashi Kageyama. 
I've already talked to you about this happy baby of a man, but um, let's just do a quick rundown of the few things he's done. Benkai Gaiden, Gimmick, um, Robot Construction RC, The Solitaire, Putamuri Putamui, and has contributed at least two tracks to the uh, series Opidius. Now let's move on to the next track I got for you here. It's a little bit more familiar, definitely more energetic. This is where it all began, from Super Bomberman 5 by Jun Chikuma. just heard where it all began from Super Bomberman 5 by Jun Chiki Chikuma. And a cool fact on this one is it's actually a late release on the Super Famicom, 1997. And, um, you know, of course we never got it here in the States, but you know Bomberman. You go around the maze, blowing up obstacles, trying to get power-ups to make your explosions all bigger and longer so that then it makes it easier for you to blow up your opponent. And there is a story here, but it's mostly an excuse to, you know, go through stages and beat bosses to get to the final boss, the Emperor Terrorin. Though, there is like two different endings you can get. You can 100% the game, and then if you get both endings, once you beat both endings, you get to 
200% the game, which then gives you a password to unlock extra stuff. Pretty cool. And then this music itself is actually a remix of the original Bomberman music. You know, just simple. And, you know, there's just so many iterations of this track, and somehow Junchukuma is able to just, like, pull something new out of it every single time. Speaking of which, she actually got her start doing the music for the first Bomberman game on the NES, and then would do Adventure Island, Doraemon, Faxanadu, The Legendary Axe, what is this, Military Madness? And then would just go on to be the Bomberman composer, just like so many Bomberman games. It's just like, it's crazy. Though it's not so prevalent in this OST, um, in a lot of the Bomberman games, there's kind of like this Arabic, kind of Middle Eastern sound to it, and that's because she attended the uh, National Conservatory of Tunis and Tunisia, and also studied music in Egypt and Turkey, as well as playing a lot of Arabian music festivals, so she's definitely steeped in that. If you'd like to learn more about Junjukuma and her evolution of her sound, then I would highly recommend you go check out Bar Silence, a VGM podcast, and his part one of his Masters of VGM episode, where he talks about both Junchikuma and Yasurori Matsuda. It's really good. So now my experience with Bomberman, it was mostly with Super Bomberman on the Super Nintendo, of course, at a friend's house where I was being, being babysat by his mom. And at the same time, we had played Spawn as well, so those two are kind of like linked in my head for some reason. As well as James Bond. You know, this is definitely well before the N64 came out, so GoldenEye wasn't even a splash in anybody's mind, but... um. You know, they must have been watching a James Bond movie or something like that, because every time I think Super Bomberman, I think Spawn on the SNES, which then activates memories of James Bond starring Pierce Brosnan. Ah, but getting out of that, I think one of my favorite Bomberman soundtracks actually is Mega Bomberman on the Sega Mega Drive. I don't think we actually got it here in the States, but the music on that is just wackadoodle bonkers all over the place. Like, it's a really awesome use of the YM2612, and I would suggest you go give it a listen. But I best remember that the Sega Genesis Mega Drive has already had its time to shine. It's time to focus on the SNES Super Famicom. So let's see, what do we got next in our variety pack? Ah, we got Temples from Sword World SFC by Yumi Kinoshita, Yusaburo Shimajo, Shigekazu Kimaki, Yoshia Takeyama, and Daisuke Imura.
That was Temples from Sword World SFC. Uh, for up by, I'm just going to refer to them as the TNE Soft Sound Team. And this one's interesting because it's actually based off a 1989 Japanese tabletop RPG called Sword World. And from what I've read, the game was basically designed to play exactly as the tabletop plays. And this game is uh, open-ended, I guess, like, you know, you just kind of pick a scenario or start a scenario, whatever, and then you, uh, like, recruit your team, you go play, and I, it's also mainly designed for multiplayer to recreate that tabletop experience. So I imagine this game was, like, popular enough to where people wanted to actually play a video game of it because they didn't want to play the tabletop or something. I don't know. Now, as far as the soundtrack goes, it's kind of all over the place. It's, you know, some of it's good, some of it's eh. You know, but, um, and there's a sequel to this one as well, also on the Super Famicom, and the soundtrack on that one is uh, actually a little better. But in my research on this game, I found out there was an NEC PC version of this called Sword World PC. So I'm gonna hunt that one down and hear what it sounds like, because, you know, I love me that FM sounded goobies. And as for the composers, well, um, you know, these five did the Sword World series as well as a few, as, as a few other games, or three of them at least, for, um, you know, like the... Pebble Beach Golf Links games, the 3D golf simulations, and there's a few other members that aren't on this part of this five that are also part of the TNE Soft Sound team. But I'm not gonna get into that because I didn't give myself enough time to really research it, and it's all all over the place. So I'm just gonna leave it at that. The most important takeaway is go listen to Pebble Beach Golf Links for the Mega Drive. It's it's really good. But again, I'm I'm getting off track on Mega Drive games again. So. We're going to continue on our SNES SFC roller coaster, though it seems we're playing more games that were just on the Super Famicom music. Oi. But anyway, this here's a little bit of. a little, little something different here. This is an original song done using a very familiar sound, done in a very familiar style. This is Cartoon by Tony Tai.
You just heard Cartoon by Tony Tai, using the sounds and somewhat of the style of Super Mario Kart. And if you listen to the grand opening, which is the very first episode of VG Emporium, you'll remember that I played a song by Tony Tai, which was an original NES tune using the VRC6 expansion sound chip. And if you want to know more about that chip, you can go check out episode 15, the Famicom expansion chip extravaganza. Ah, but enough shilling. Um, how I originally found this track was through a compilation album called SPC Echoes, which was all original music made using, like, you know, sounds of the SNES. And, you know, this wasn't my first encounter with original SNES music. It's just still, like, you know, I couldn't wrap my brain around as to how they made it because, you know, I knew there was, like, you know, programs out there that could do it or there was, like, some weird workarounds, but my brain just couldn't let me just take it in. I don't know why. You know, come up to now and there's some new ways to do it you know there's still the old ways that they had done it before but there's also um SNES tracker which at the moment is abandoned as far as I know um and then through a fellow by the name button masher who you may or may not know won a grammy alongside 8-bit big band um he had posted something on twitter like about a month ago like you know some original SNES music he had done which is his main thing and um in the comments he had told somebody that he did it using c700 in ableton I think and I I was like, wait, what? How? What? Huh? Because he actually exported it to an SPC file, but he made it in Ableton. So I was confused. So I actually asked him and he told me, like, you know, there's a method to do it. You just go to the, you know, go to the page on Battle of the Bits and it'll show you. And I checked it out and holy crap, there it was. There's a little program that you kind of open up in C700 while it's open in Ableton. And it opens up this new way of doing like where you just have eight MIDI tracks and then you you know, compose your song, all the MIDI tracks are connected to C, that one instead of C700, and then you can export it to a .spc. It'll, like, actually export all, like, the data there. So, you know, it's really cool to find out that C700 has this functionality now, um, as of 2021, because, um, you know, with years previous, I've just played around with it just to open up the SPC files, kind of play around with all the instruments. I've made a couple tracks with it, but now I'm gonna really try to dig into it and figure this out, and hopefully in the near future, I'll have some original SNES music exported to .spc and played through SNES Jukebox. So if you two are interested in this, I will be linking the BOTB site that actually explains all this, which will have the link for the C700 VST, the newest version which came out in 2021. And I'll be also linking Tony Tai's SoundCloud, so you can go check out the rest of his really awesome music. Alrighty, let's see what we got next in our variety pack here. Ah, this is Inside the Inn from Brain Lord, composed by Masano Akahari.
that cute and happy tune was Inside the Inn from Brain Lord by Masanao Akahori. And unlike the other games that have been featured so far, this was actually released in the US. And it is an action RPG, the gameplay having some similarities to Legend of Zelda. Though it does make some differences where you have these two things called jades which follow you around. One heals you, one does long range attacks, and then you can also switch out your main weapon into like a flail, an axe, bow and arrow, boomerang, what have you. And a cool little thing is that in one of the towns there's an arena where you can actually fight for prize money or you can even bet against other competitors. So you can actually watch two other, you know, two NPCs fight and then you know you can bet on whichever one you think is going to win. So now about the composer, Masanao Akahori. Looks like he got to start doing the music for Magic Darts on the NES. Would do Silva Saga, Rama Half, uh, let's see, Silva Saga 2, Final Stretch, this game, Brain Lord, Nosferatu, Super Real Mahjong PV Custom, Princess Quest Mahjong Sword, X Squad, FIFA's 2001 and 2003, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban on the Game Boy Color, did the Japanese localization and was the audio coordinator for Crisis Warhead for PCs, and did the same for Burnout Paradise, the ultimate box. And then the last credit I could find was Boshi Techuo DS with Akachan Massage on the Nintendo DS. And I'll say this, the entire OST is actually pretty dang good, so I'm gonna probably be exploring more of his music and bringing it onto the show in the near future. Alright, so we're getting down to the last few tracks of this variety pack here. The next one up is Sky Avenue from Poppin' Twinbee with music composed by the Konami Kukeha Club, this time around featuring Kazuhiko Uehara, Masahiro Ikariko, Hideto Inoue, Tomoya Tomita, Nobuyuki Akena, Masae Nakashima, and Saiko Miki. Sky Avenue from Poppin' Twinbee by the Konami Kukeha Club. And what you got here is a case of the cute-em-ups. It's a vertical scrolling shoot-em-up where you're just a lot of very cute things in it, like in case in point. 
Your main character, Twinbee, is a ship with arms and legs and a very nice little smile. And um, actually looked this up, and he predates Opa Opa of the Final F or Fantasy Zone series by just by a year. So Sega kind of saw that and was like, "Ooh, we're gonna do our own, except horizontal version." So yes, this is the uh, sixth installment taking place right after Daytona Twinbee. And uh, in this case, in this story, you're fighting the Doctor Mar Mardok which is uh, the usual nice doctor, and he hits his head, and he tries to take over the world with acorns. So some pretty silly stuff. Unfortunately, we here in the States didn't get to play it because it was only released in Japan and Europe. But it did get just recently get a release, I guess, on the Switch, whereas previously the only way we could really play it here in the States, other than paying who knows how much to get a Japanese or European cart, was by emulation. So how I came across this song was through a cover I heard on SoundCloud, and... Yeah, I really liked it, so I decided to check out the original, and I really like the original, probably a little bit more. You know, this is another late Super Famicom release, so they have that music dialed in on the system. You know, those samples are nice and clean, or as clean as you can get them with, through the uh, SPC-700. Uh, the percussion is really punchy, you know, it's just that really good Konami sound. And that's thanks to the sound team, the Konami Kukeha Club, who I, uh, I would probably normally regale you with all their individual things they've done, but... I'm pretty sure I may have covered at least some of them already, and I'm kind of, yeah, again, I'm not all that prepared. In fact, a lot of the research I'm doing right now is actually as I'm recording, so, yeah, I've decided to take the lazy route. I can see it now. Worst customer service ever! He couldn't take the time to do the research for every single one of those composers and name every single one of the tracks that they've worked on for the Konami Kukeha Club and the TNE Soft sound team? I'm never coming back to this shop again. I'm giving it one star because the system isn't allowing me to give it zero. Why the disgruntled customer sounds vaguely like TFS Goku? Maybe because I just got done binging some of Masako X's what ifs? Maybe. Maybe I should just call this episode Very Strange Tangents because I'm going off on things that aren't related to the game that I am sharing the music of. Possibly compensating for the fact that I only came up with this idea for this episode uh, a day before I started recording? Possibly. But anywho, looks like we're down to the last track of this variety pack. This is Strategy Phase 2, from Zan 3 Spirits, composed by Motui Sakuraba and Shinji Tomura.
That was Strategy Phase 2, from Xan 3 Spirits, composed by Motui Sakuraba and Shinji Tamura, with programming done by Hiroya Hitsushiba. So now this game is a war and strategy sim game set in, I guess it's the Warring States era of Japan. And despite this having the, you know, three in the title, this is actually only the third game to be released on the Super Famicom, because they were originally released on the NEC PC series of computers, as well as on the Sega Mega Drive. Which is how I found out about these series of games, was through the Mega Drive version called uh, Zan, Yasha Enbu Kyoku. And the soundtrack on that is, you know, also composed by Motui Sakuraba, and it's pretty damn good, and one of the uh, few instances of the PSG, like the SN76489, being used exclusively for percussion. But we can't forget about our other composer, Shinji Tamura which I believe actually composed this song because this doesn't sound very Sakuraba-like. And I haven't really been able to find a definitive list of games that he's worked on, but I can confirm that he has been involved with many of all, uh, maybe all the Tales games up until 2013 alongside Motui Sakuraba. Which brings us to Motui Sakuraba. And he's been pretty well covered on a lot of the uh, Masters of EGM episodes, at least four of them, as far as I know. Actually, one of the latest ones I heard was... Uh, pixelated audio, and they did a pretty good coverage on him. And this is actually the first time he's being featured on VG Emporium, so I'm gonna kinda give you the rundown of some of the stuff he's done. He's, like I said, he's done a lot, so I'm just gonna kinda keep it short. So we gotta start joining Wolf Team back in 1989, and did the music for the first Xan game, as well as doing the music for most of the subsequent Xan games throughout the years. Would go on to do Granada, Final Zone, which is another example of the PSG percussion. Would do the music for Arcus Odyssey, Ernest Evans, Sankyo Fever Fever, Beyond the Beyond, and then the game that really got people paying attention to him, Tales of Fantasia. And of course, we all know where that leads. He's basically been composing for all the Tales games up until today. But immediately after Fantasia, he does Star Ocean. And shortly after that, Valkyrie Profile. And the man just keeps trucking. He starts up with Camelot and starts doing the music for a lot of the Mario sports games for the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance. And then we come up to my introduction to his music, through Golden Sun. And you know, after this point, most of his work has been the Tales games, a couple other Golden Sun games, more Mario Sparks games, uh, just to name a few ones that aren't these things. One of these being a game I'm hearing people gush about so much and I never actually really knew about because I didn't own a GameCube, was uh, Baton Kaidos, would be the lead composer for Dark Souls 2 and 3. And now to fast forward to this mad bounce house of a year 2022, um, he did the music for Valkyrie Elysium and Star Ocean The Divine Force. So yeah, there's no signs of this band stopping anytime soon. But unfortunately, what eventually must come to a stop is this episode. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this odd little variety pack I threw together for you. This is definitely an episode type where I'm not really sure what I am going to do, so I'm just going to throw it together last minute like the grab bags. So yeah, isn't that delightful? Ah, before I forget, um, I'd just like to mention again that special orders or song requests are open. And I actually have a few that are in my backlog right now. I'm, I'm waiting for a few more to come in before I do another special orders episode. So hey, if you want to put a song request in, send it on over to vgemporium at gmail.com. So yeah, be it a VGM, remix, original chiptune, or original music inspired by VGM, um, just send it on over. I'll kind of, you know, put them in like back order. And then when I have enough, I'll bulk order them in. And then I'll be doing a dedicated special orders episode. So now where you can find VG Emporium is on all your podcatchers, Spotify, Apple, Google, um, Audible, oddly enough. Um, still working on my YouTube channel. And then you can find it on Twitter, Instagram, 
as well. And then you can find me, your host, Rage Cage, on Twitter, Instagram, as well as on Facebook and on SoundCloud, where I post my original music, where actually I did a, a track using all the like uh, patches from that Mega Drive version of Xan I mentioned, actually doing that PSG percussion. And that was a multi-day process of just listening to like one of the tracks from that Xan Mega Drive game. Um, listening to that percussion and trying to figure out like the right length and tones for the noise and the pulse channels and just how to like you know do it all and get like the kick the, the noise snare and then even like the toms with that weird high pitch click in there it's it was an interesting process all that to say that an idea was planted in my head listening to one of the other recent VGM Masters episodes that um, I'm gonna do a version of the Valkyrie profile battle theme in that style so yeah wish me luck and there I go, talking about Mega Drive, while this is an episode about the SNES Super Famicom. You know, I just can't get that FM stuff out of my head. Maybe Julius is right about this being a problem. Maybe I should talk to somebody. Nah.